Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Across the UK, online and on DAB. Weekends with Penny Smith. On Talk Radio. I'm Penny Smith. Join me on Talk Radio for the perfect weekend breakfast. I'm going to be reviewing the papers, taking a look at all the best new film, book and theatre releases, and I'm going to be chatting to a whole host of celebrity guests, live in the studio. Weekends with Penny Smith, Saturday and Sunday morning from 7. On Talk Radio, we'll get you talking. Moonlit musings from mums, madams and meat. Oh, never mind, I must have misheard. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. This station's brilliant. On Talk Radio. 0344 499 is the telephone number if you want to give us uh, a call. But just really, you know, come on. Now, we didn't get to do this yesterday, Catherine, so I'm, and I know you'll have it because you're you're very efficient. Yesterday we were talking about the town, the streets in Liverpool yes. that have time slips, and mm-hmm. you'd researched that, so let's hear that. It was in um, Bonds Lane, I think. Let me just check. Oh. Uh, this is a time slip. Yeah. Where I people mean, walk down a street and then they're in the 1800s. I did have a... Uh, Bold Street. I did have a cursory glance and it does look like bullshine. Come on, mate. Why are you always so quick? To, you, next you'll be saying Jesus wasn't real. Because science. You're so quick to dismiss people's experiences... Yeah. ...just because they don't fit in with the norm. Yeah. Yeah, well, exactly it, that. I tell you what, you read it, um, I'll be the judge. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. if you'd like to judge Catherine with me. Okay. This is from Exemplor, and it's written by Nell Rose, who's been an online writer for over eight years. Nell is fascinated by the paranormal, including omens and the supernatural. Okay, just please. The subject of time has always intrigued us. Is it as set as we've always believed, or does time loop back on itself, giving us a glimpse of a shadowy past out of the corner of our eye? I don't know. What do you think, Line 1? I'm just calling to let you know I used to be a hand model for Brazilian TV. <laughs> no, you. What, what does that mean? What you used to model Brazilian television with your hands? I used to wear rings. <laughs> He's gone. He's gone. Oh, all of our listeners are liars. Was it just our imagination that made us believe we'd seen an object or building change before our very eyes and seem as though we'd step back into the past? You're saying we? That's never happened to me. When this happens, we usually shake our heads. No, we don't. It doesn't happen. And put it down to imagination. I think it might have happened to me. I think it might have. Yeah. Um, yeah. In the 90s. Uh, yeah, actually, yeah. But over the last few decades, something strange has been happening in or near Bold Street, Liverpool, England. There we go. Can, you, can I ask you not to do it in a non-sarcastic voice? I know that's difficult. Don't do it you. in a non-sarcastic voice. No, can I'm I doing ask... it in a sarcastic no, voice. I said, can I ask you to do it in a non-sarcastic voice, please? Okay. Thank you very much. When this happens... Right, you're being a dick. Right? I don't know what's going on in your personal life. Don't bring it into this studio. This studio, this show is to help these poor suckers listening to it forget their problems. You're bringing your problems, you're dumping it on them. All right, well, give me some decent music then. This is an interesting story. Don't balls it up. Hang on a second. Mo! 
Hey, man. Yeah, man. Is uh, what? Knickers. Knickers is in at midnight. Yeah, for it's wicked with knickers. Yes. <laughs> Nickel, you know. Nickel. This you kind of lied to me. No, I didn't Nicole lie. I didn't lie to you. It didn't lie to you. He was on. He was on at midnight yesterday, and he'll be on at midnight tonight for it's wicked with Nico. We're we're doing time. We're doing time slips now, Mo. Could you please call back later? Okay. Can you pass me on to talk sport, please? Can I pass you on to talk sport? Yeah. Hang on a second. Yeah. What's the talk sport number? Oh, they don't do it's numbers. Always... They, they have trouble with it. What do you mean they have trouble with it? You know, numbers and those lads. <laughs> hang on a minute. Right, I'll pass you. Hang on. Talk sport. Hang on a minute. Um... Just stick him on hold and tell him he's there no, because no, they'll I'll... be looking forward to his call, I'm, gonna, I'm sure. I'm going to phone them up. But what's the number? What's the number for that stupid, thuggish, <laughs> offensive station <laughs> that's populated by absolute bells? <laughs> tell me the number, someone! Tell you what I've noticed as well about the talk sport listeners. It's the best radio show in like the world. They're rude idiots. Talk sport phone number. Right. It's the best radio show in the world, mate. Shut your face. Shut your face. It's a radio station, mate. Oh, all right, I got it. Okay. So um oh eight seven one seven two two three three four four. Okay, let's just give them a call. Thank you for calling TalkSport. Calls cost 13 pence per minute. Commercial providers access. That's a rip off. Thank you for holding. Your call. Who's on? Shortly. Who's on? Two Mo? mics. Two, Two mics. mics. Oh, they'll love you, Mo. Hello, through TalkSport. Can I take your name? Hello. Oh yeah, it's Mo. Who do you support, Mo? I support Liverpool. And what is it you want to say? I just want to talk about the England game and how boring international football is. Okay. And how they should really cancel it. And where are you calling from? Calling from Watford. From what? So, what? did you watch the game tonight? Yeah, I did. I did, unfortunately. And what? That wasn't the best, what, to be honest. So, what are your thoughts on it? Why is it so boring for you? I think because there's just not enough in it. The players aren't motivated enough. They don't really feel like playing in it and I think they should reduce the international breaks okay Mm. reduce the international breaks Mm. yeah exactly who's that in the background mate there's no one in the background no okay well hello 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 can you hear me yeah, I can hear. Okay, great. So, just recap your point for me, really quick. Yeah, I just think that um, players aren't motivated enough for international football, and that's why I think they should cancel it. They should just cancel international football. No, not cancel it, but reduce it significantly because players are—they're just aren't motivated enough. And how how, would, so like how would that help? Really like, cares about. How would that help? It would help if you increase like club football because more fans watch it. Fans don't feel like watching international football. Especially in a tournament that no one really cares about. Okay, Mo, we'll put you on hold and we'll see if we can get you on, okay? Okay, cheers. Just make sure everything's as quiet as you can in the background. Thank you. The minor teams, the very small teams, San Marino, Luxembourg and all that, if they get to a certain position within this competition, Uh then they qualify to go...
for the European Championship. But if you're, you know? a, if you're a, a mm. fan of a club in the Premier League, yeah. you're not watching this with anything other than trepidation that your uh, great players are going to get injured. Are you? Well, one of these days, no, there won't be any intellectuals because... <laughs> club... Hello? Hello? Right. And secondly, we'll not want to risk them anyway. No. At that sort of price. When no. they, you're know, paying somebody a million quid a week, and people like Ronaldo yeah, yeah, yeah. already get that sort of yeah. money, right? Like when you're taking their sponsorships and all that kind no. of stuff, right? Um, Poison Dwarf needs a slap. It's, it's going to be an enormous pressure on international authorities like FIFA. FIFA don't own anything. No. All FIFA do is take revenues from the um, wealth creating <sighs> and, and football making. Football well, they clubs. basically collect fees. Yeah, of course they, they do. I mean, I, mean, I mean, FIFA are in a very weak position because their income comes from countries playing football. Yeah. UEFA yes. control What's all the money in the clubs. Show. Yeah. Uh, sorry, in, in, in football, this world, because they control the revenues from the clubs um, through in, in Champions Europe, League. Yeah. Yeah, right. Well, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, but I mean, that's where all the best players yeah. play. Well, I guess so, yeah. yeah. Paul says this. Who the hell is this American guy called Wilbur? Wilbur. Hashtag poisonous oranges. And Jason says, yeah. what on earth is Porky on about? Ooh, ooh. Is there a medic candy? No, it's not a medic and, handy, uh, but you'll need a medic if you eat any of those Seville oranges, if you go to Seville, well, some guy and a bird has pecked them. Some boy claims mm. Jaffa's in Palestine, by the way, which is actually no, it's not. not. It's in Israel. I've been let's there. Have, let's have a word with Mo. Uh, fan. Hello, yeah. Mo. Hey, how are you guys? Mo. Great show. Yeah, hi, Mo. Mo. What do you want to say, Mo? Yeah, it's great. So I think they should really reduce international football because like, the game today was absolutely rubbish. Yeah. Mm. Players just aren't motivated enough to play in a, like, a trophy that no one really cares about because international football mm. is really only interesting in the World Cup or the yeah. Euros. Or I mean, the like Euros that, are quite good, aren't they? But yeah. yeah, you're right. I mean, a proper tournament like the Euros and the World Cup, people mm. watch it, they mm. get into it, it's for a fixed period of time, and there's no other football going on. Yeah. But, I mean, this is rubbish, isn't it? Yeah, it definitely is, man. And I'm just scared yeah. that if like, any of the Liverpool players get injured, really. Yeah, right. I mean, did like, they all go out and come back and they're all okay? Yeah, well, no, will be till the morning. You won't know until they got strange. I think what they should do is, Mo, because I get fed up of um, people saying, oh, well, Harry Kane's tired because he had a World Cup in the summer and all that kind of stuff. Harry Kane himself says, I'm not tired, so don't worry about that. Oh. But what I think we should do is, if, a players, if the players come back from a World Cup in the summer and there's a competition in two years' time, why can't this season be completely free of international football? So they can, you know, rebuild their strength without having to burden themselves with meaningless international games on top of their club commitments. You should ban international yeah, football exactly. for the season, the season after a competition. What do you think, Mo? Yeah, exactly. I'd rather like watch. I'd rather like rest the players, to be honest, for a week and just let them take. <laughs> a yeah, sorry. sorry. <laughs> Mo, what are you doing, man? You ruined it at the end. What was that all about? Hello? That was a great call, and then you started doing fart. You started farting. That was you, Ian. I, mate, you I was not farting. Why were you farting on talk? I've heard about people blaming the dog, but blaming someone who's miles away. That is out, Mo, Mo, that is out of order, mate, I'm afraid. that was you, you crossed the line there, buddy. That was a really interesting call to a really interesting show, and then you showed them disrespect by just farting. Okay, man. You just ruined the call, mate. No, mate. No, mate. Trust me, I didn't. It was your bum that ruined the call by farting to two legends of broadcasting. You, you owe them an apology. He's gone. Thanks for that idea, Sam. <laughs> 
Across the UK, online and on DAB. We are Talk. Talk Radio. Give it some lip. Let's go to Jamie. Good evening, Jamie. Welcome to a very, very spooky special of The Late Night Alternative. Hello. Catherine, Hello? hang on a minute. Catherine. Oh, yeah. Right, be quiet. You, right. Sorry, Jamie, that was rude of me. Please, Jamie, would you, could, you, could, I, indul- could I indulge you to be silent for a moment? Catherine, this is how you pre- work, work a walkie-talkie. You press the button, you leave it for a beat, and then you say something. You don't just gab into it. Over. I am doing that. Over. But this is... You just said over. You've got to stop talking. I'm sorry, Jamie. Please continue. Yes, sorry about that. That was rude. That's all right. No worries. It's quite entertaining, actually. Well, I don't know if it, I don't know how entertaining it is. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Basically, what it was. Um... <laughs> ignore, yeah, ignore um... her. Ignore her. She's yeah. trying to pick up a taxi driver. Oh, is she? Oh, good luck to her. Yeah. Um, yeah. What it was one evening after. Um, well, my dad died, yeah. and a couple of weeks later, I was oh, on the man. phone to my stepmum. Yeah. And she was saying that she'd been looking for um, their marriage certificate because she needed it to get the mortgage transferred over to her. Oh, man, that stuff's and a nightmare. I know. Um, she'd been looking for it for two weeks, and my best mate, Adam, um, phoned, phoned me up, and I put a conference call through. Yeah. And um, he said um, he was on his way home, and he said he... he like he felt like my dad had come to him and he said, is Hazel looking for something? And Hazel, I said, well, I'm on the phone to Hazel. And he turned around and said that, um, like Hazel said she was looking for this uh, marriage certificate and she'd looked everywhere. Yeah. And Adam had never been upstairs in my mum, in my dad's house. And he turned around and said, um, he can see the stairs. And he said, and he's being taken into, he's being shown into um, a bedroom on the right-hand side. And as you go into the bedroom, you've got the bed on the left, double bed, and there's uh, wardrobes over on the far wall. And he said, in the bottom of the um, the cupboard, there's a pile of papers at the bottom of this wardrobe. He said, what Hazel's looking for is in there. And while we was on the phone, Hazel went up, uh, went into the room, and uh, she she told me, so how does Adam know this? He's never been up there. I said, I know, um, I'll find out afterwards. And anyway, cut a long story short, yeah. she went into this um, into the cupboard, the wardrobe, went through this pile of papers, and literally maybe the third or fourth piece of paper that she lifted up, there was the wedding uh, uh, certificate that Shut she up, man! Yeah, honestly, it was it was surreal. And for Adam, he'd never had a moment, moment like that before. And uh, when I asked him how did he know that, and he said he just felt like my dad was telling him and stuff like that. How and old How old was Adam when when this happened? Um, he was about twenty seven. Okay, and there's no there's no way. There's no way that Adam had been up in that bedroom with your no, mum at any point. No, uh, like, never. He'd never been been in there, and that's what kind of threw us a little bit. The fact that that is <laughs> the document she'd been looking for for two weeks. She turned the house upside down, and you'd think she'd obviously looked in there, but she, apparently she hadn't. And there it was she was absolutely godfounded. So we all were. Um. Hey, and it all got sorted out in the end, did it, Jamie? Yeah, yeah. Wow, yeah. Man. 
Freaky stuff. Jamie, thank you very much indeed. All right, okay, okay. Catherine, how do you disprove that? Over. You've been up in their bedroom when you weren't looking. Right, so you're saying that Adam had been having an affair with Jamie's mum. Over. It's one explanation. Over. I must admit, it did cross my mind, actually. Over. Are you hidden the, the marriage certificate so you didn't feel guilty about it? Over. Yep. Let's go to Ian. Good evening, Ian. Hello, can you hear me? Uh, yeah, I can, Ian. Yeah, that's your voice, yeah? Over. <laughs> Over. It's um, spooky stories. Yeah. Um, I'm not a big believer in this sort of stuff. But, but there was, and everyone does that. But, but. Um, a few years ago, when I was um, in my twenties, uh, me and a friend called Billy, we were um, going to move some stuff uh, down at, in Suffolk. Yes, man. Me and Billy, you and Billy having a nice lads' day moving stuff in Suffolk. Well, yeah, it was it was sort of a house clearance for for an old relative of his, and we it, this place was really hard to find. Yeah, and we were driving back very late that night and we were hopelessly lost and uh it was it it was a real hammer horror night because there was rain and uh thunder and lightning and we were we were pretty spooked anyway but uh there were there was someone by the road um uh, and <laughs> i was young and i said well look we really can't Leave that guy stood there. Yeah, he's pouring down the rain, and we're lost. So maybe he's a local. I could have. I would have left him. I could have left that guy. Hang on a minute. Well, sorry, sorry, Catherine. Uh, what did you say? Over. Axe murderer behaviour. Over. Well, it could be. I'm, I'm gobfounded that these guys stopped. But let's, uh, let's see how this story progresses. Over. <laughs> Roger. So, no, so it's we Ian. Over. And we, over. We told him. Yes. So we pulled over and we, we told him we were pretty lost and he did seem a little nervous um, and he had this bag with him and uh, it, it was an unusual bag. It was a weird shape. You know, it's not the sort you would just carry around, you know, if, you, if you're hitchhiking or whatever. So my mate Billy was a bit of a laugh and he said... Oh, well, 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 well. It was a bag but not like the ones you carry around, like, like not a bag then. Well, you, you know, if you, if you hitchhiking, you probably carry one over your shoulder. But this was like a holdall, like like you would carry boldly balls in or something. Okay, okay, I'm I'm cool with this. Okay, well, the, the bag's kind of key to this it, story. Anyway. This story is gobfounding me. Okay, well, I hope I hope so. Um, well, anyway, Billy, what's what's in the bag? And he he looked. He suddenly changed from being nervous to being quite angry, and he said, "Mind your business." Ooh, mind your business. Mind, not mind your own business. Mind your business. Yeah, it was exactly that. <laughs> we looked at each other like this is this is hammer horror stuff, and this, yeah. but it was sort of funny because we giggled a bit. Anyway, we carried on driving, and he was pointing us in the direction we should be going, and yeah. he was he was nervous, very nervous, and shaky. And um, Billy said, oh, do you want some coffee? We've got a flask here. And he said, yeah. And Bill said to him, 
well, I'll tell you what, I'll give you a coffee if you tell me what's in the bag. <sighs> and he literally just looked at him again and said, mind your business. Mind your business. Mind your <laughs> yeah. business. And this, this kind of went on. Um, and even I got pretty intrigued then. And as, as we drove on further, I said, yeah, come on, man. It was just, just larking around. What, what is in the bag? And he, he threw himself at me um, like he was going to attack me. And uh, we, we managed to get the door open and pushed him out. And we, we floored the, the van and just drove off as quick as we could. Yeah. And we, we got like 40, 50 yards down the road. And uh, we realized uh, his bag was still in the car. Yeah, well, in the van, you know, in the front seat. And, uh... Flipping heck, man. You're supposed uh, to... You yeah. should Mind your business! <laughs> well, we, we did get to the... We got about 40, 50 yards down, and we, we sort of... We, you, you open the door, and, the, you know, obviously the light comes on in the van, and, and we thought, you know, we'd better take a look in here. So we did. And, um... And I, I, to be quite honest, I just couldn't believe what we saw in there. Come on, what did you say? Mind your business. Join the Talk Nation. Pick up your phone and talk radio. We'll get you talking. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at UH1.com. That's UH1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. 
Hello, I'm Jamie East. Now, as well as being on talk radio every afternoon between 1 and 4pm, I've just started a brand new podcast that I wanted to tell you about. It's called Talk Film. We've got interviews with the big stars like Martin Freeman, Tandy Newton, Josh Brolin, loads of them. And also all of the reviews of the week's big releases. There's a new episode every Thursday, available through Apple Podcasts and your favourite podcast app. Just search for Talk Film and give it a whirl. If you like it, please hit that subscribe button. Whispering lunar incantations for cross parents, um, cross dressers. Yeah. Did you know this about me? And cross rail workers. Steel and polycarbonate. The late night alternative with Ian Lee. I've, I've got a very poor internet connection. On talk radio. This is a great story. I meant to do this yesterday. Police swooped on a branch of NatWest in Birmingham when a member of the public saw them cowering under desks. But firearms officers were left stunned when red-faced staff admitted they were playing hide-and-seek during a team-building exercise. (laughs) (laughs) Chief Inspector Dave Keane of West Midlands Police... (laughs) I love this so much. This is such a... This is a British story. We'll want more of these after Brexit. Chief Inspector Dave Keane of West Midlands Police posted details of the misunderstanding on Twitter. He wrote, Thanks to the member of public who called in a suspected robbery at a bank in Birmingham today. Saw staff hiding inside hiding under desks. Response team and firearms team quickly attended and confirmed it was a hide-and-seek team-building exercise. <laughs> Contacting us was the right call. A colleague joked on Twitter, Come in, ready or not? <laughs> And that West spokesperson said, we are, an aware, we are aware of an instance of the police being called out to a branch this morning. We would like to thank the police for their swift response following a call from the member of public. We can confirm... Why are they calling it the member of public? Why don't they say a member of the public? We can confirm it was a false alarm following a team-building exercise. And we'll be speaking to the members of staff involved to ensure they all learn from this incident. Don't you dare tell any of those people off. They're all going to get done, Don't you dare tell any of those people off. That is brilliant. That is such a good story. I laughed so much at that. Uh, Let's go to David. Good evening, David. Good evening. Boy, have I got a story for you. Okay. Um, Is it it about Janet and Jim? No. Is it about um, Incy Wincy Spider? Is it about Jack and Jill going up the hill and the terrible things that happened to them afterwards? Unfortunately, it's not. That's a shame, because I'd like that. Um, What what do you do for a living, man? I work in the corner shop right next to my house. Do you really? What's uh, what's your biggest... What's the biggest sweet seller at the moment? Is it Freddo? Freddo Frogs? No, they've gone up in price. Have they? How much is a Freddo now? They're about 30p, I think. You sound about the same age as me. So you must remember some of the classic sweets oh, yeah. that we don't get anymore. Um, like, uh, do you get wagon wheels any? I don't think you get wagon wheels anymore, do you? No, unfortunately you don't. What, uh, did you... Um... Do, you remember, do you remember Ploopies? I do, yes, I do. Yeah, I thought you might. I, one of my favourite sweets, and no one remembers this, um, Shittles. Really? Did you ever have a shittle, David? 
Never. Oh, they were they were great. They were like sort of chocolate. Oh, they'd send you do lally though, wouldn't they? Oh, well, they were just packed full of sugar. I don't, I don't know what was. Uh... That's probably why they don't make them anymore. Did you always want to work in a corner shop, David, or you know, did you have bigger bigger dreams? Not exactly. I mean, I had dreams to go on Coronation Street, but that didn't work out. So no, they don't let at... scousers on, do they? No. Um, and what did you, I mean? Did you go to? Did you do A levels? Did you go to university? What 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 happened? I. Failed my performing arts in GCSE, so you... I couldn't pass. Okay, you failed your performing yeah. arts GCSE. Hey, listen, man, it doesn't matter. You can still. How old? How old are you, David? I am nineteen years old. Okay. What year were you born? I was born in nineteen ninety-six. Nineteen ninety-six. Yes. And you're nineteen years old. Hmm. 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 Twenty-two. Yeah. Oh, you're twenty-two. Okay. <laughs> Oh, it sounds like you're having such fun there tonight, guys. What you do is, it, and I'm so glad you're listening to a boring old person's phoning show like this. And genuinely, I'm thrilled you're calling up. But I just gave the advice to your mate: if you're gonna lie about your age, at least know the year. Ian, I don't find you boring. I find you very entertaining. Oh no, I'm glad I know because it's a great show. But at least know the year. Is it what is it? Is it a birthday party or something? No one's here. I'm by myself. I've got no friends. All right, be quiet. No, be quiet. I'm listening. Yep. Right. Oh. But, but that must be a cassette recording of laughter I could hear in the background then. It is my younger cousin's birthday party, you see. Well, what's up? Cousin's but, in your house. But they're not there. It is an 18-year-old party. Come on. Uh. What was it? I'm saying it's Friday night. You're up at half 12. I'm saying, I'm saying 13. No. Go on. 16. Now, come, come on, David. Honestly, listen, man, I'll let you do your thing. I will let you make your call, I promise you. As long as you don't swear or anything like that, because you'll dump it. Well, I will let you make your call, but go on. Seriously, how, who, who, what is it? A birthday party? How old is everyone? Um. Well, my little cousin just turned 18 on Monday. So she's having her 18th party today. Your little cousin? So the cousin yeah. younger than you? Yeah. And you're, what, remind me, you say, say you're 24. 24, correct. Right, okay, because you were 18 to start with, and then we established you were 22, and now you're saying 24. Well, actually, you did say I was 24, though. I did just then, yeah. Yeah, you because, got you there. Because, because you originally said 18, and then you said 22. That's I why. I, so. That's why I said 24, to catch you out, because I knew you weren't paying attention to the numbers. Oh, I'm being told, being told. Okay. David, honestly, I will let... Here's the thing, man. I, I don't know if you've listened to the show before, but I love calls uh-huh. like this. I love calls like this. I will let you do your piece, but I, I, all I ask is one bit of honesty from you. How old are you really? I won't cut you off, I promise. How old are you really? 15 years old. 15. All right, do you know what? I'm going to buy that, brother. Go on, what you got for us? Well, I was walking down the street when... Uh... A strange-looking man approached me. Don't all, all I say is don't swear and don't do anything too rude because I'll dump it and, I, and it won't go out, so your friends won't hear it. But go on, let's hear it. I'm looking forward to this. Go on. So this man spoke to me. Yeah. And said, what are you saying to our Aiden? I hadn't a clue who Aiden was. Yeah. I was quite scared. It was dark and I was alone. Yeah. And I had a strange man speaking to me. Yeah. Talking about Aiden. That's, that's, and Aiden. that's terrifying. I was really scared. Okay. Great story. Um, I'd have a punchline, but it doesn't matter. It's not me making the call. What games are you playing on the PlayStation tonight? 
Um, it isn't Xbox, and I'm buying FIFA 19. Hey, oh, look at you with your brand new Fifas. Um, have you yeah. played, are you into Fortnite, or are you past that now? Oh, Fortnite, no, it's an awful game. Awful have you game. played, there's a rip-off of Fortnite that I've been playing called, um, oh, what is it? Oh, I can't remember what it's called. I'm trying to speak hip, I'm trying to speak patois to the, the kids, and it's not working. Hey, listen, guys, have have a fun, uh, what, what, you had Domino's delivered or something? No, I don't have any friends, unfortunately. Okay, well, I don't, I, I don't believe you because you sound like a very intelligent, very funny young man, and I'm glad that you picked this show to give us a call tonight. Thank you, David. Well done, David. Two tickets for Little Mermaid. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that. Tales of mystery and imagination on the radio show that does things differently. Dolly Parton, I listen to a record that they love. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. I'm a nut job, but not that kind of nut job. On Talk Radio. Honest to God, it's the new breaking. Bad. Oh no!